Welcome to the Life as an Observer podcast. My name is Ryan Bean. I am your host in self-observation. This podcast is an exploration of physical and non-physical self through discussion around yoga, meditation, self-improvement, self-realization, and practices that elevate the mind-body-soul connection. Let's start observing. This episode of Life as an Observer is made possible by patron support. If you'd like to support this program, you can visit patron.podbean.com backslash life as an observer to learn more. Welcome to the Life as an Observer podcast. I am Ryan Bean and I'm taking you on a journey down the road of the divinity of the number nine today. I was doing some research for a meditation that I was leading and it kind of led me down a road about manifesting and different techniques and working with the the laws of the universe and I I found something about the numbers 3, 6, and 9 that was described by Nikola Tesla and it really interested me and I wanted to just share that outside of that that meditation here on the podcast. We'll get to that um, in today's in today's episode. Um, also, I wanted to bring some awareness to some things that have happened that are happening in my world. So, those who are following the podcast and have been waiting for another, I can tell you that um, I'm doing all I can to get all the best guests and to have some of the most interesting conversations that uh, really stimulate them the mind body soul connection. And have some really neat ones in the very near future. So looking forward to those in future episodes. I'm also going to start releasing more content um, from my live meditations and breath work. And I'm going to be putting them on my patron page. So patron page is on Podbean. Um, I'll put a link to that um, in the show notes. Lots of uh, interviews I've done on other people's podcasts I'm going to put there and just other content like meditations that will be recorded, uh, sound journeys, breath work. Um, I think the patron, the the, the starting uh, donation is as little as $2 a month and you can have access to all that. Plus, I'm hosting uh, live sessions on there and um, patron-only content, uh, patron-only content that I won't be releasing on the podcast, uh, front-facing pages. So look on there, link in the show notes to my Patreon page, which is just at Podbean uh, uh, slash the Life as an Observer. But I'll leave the the link down there below. Um, Also, in the very near future, um, now that we're opening back up, I'm really excited that we're going to be able to go back on the road again. And I'm really looking forward to, to meeting some of you. Um, and all the places. I have a, a retreat scheduled for November in Hendersonville, uh, North Carolina, and another that I'm doing in Southern Utah in December. So I will link those also in the show notes for those who are interested in getting out and doing like a little bit of retreating again, getting out and doing a little self-work. Um, both retreats include yoga and breath work and some other therapies. Um, art therapy is one of them, and another one is a as a ketamine assisted therapy, which I'm going to talk about actually in next week's episode. I'm actually going to have a, a guest on that is going to talk about ketamine assisted therapy and the the benefits, of course, and then of course we're going to talk about the retreat. So 
if you're interested in that, listen to next week's episode. It'll be on there. So um, all of the announcements aside, I'm really excited to talk to you about the divinity of nine, which is uh, the 369 manifesting technique. So as I was digging down the road, I've been doing a lot of breathworks uh, classes um, on a meditation app and uh, on Insight Timer and been loving doing that. But the problem is I, I can't sh- always share that content elsewhere. It's really dedicated to that platform. And I think that this technique is something that I want to be able to share with everyone. And just because I, I noticed the benefit, I've been doing focus wheels for a long time and I'll do a, I'll probably do a, another episode on focus wheels. Uh, we discussed it briefly on the episode with Anya Amador. Maybe we'll do a little bit more of that, but I started looking into other techniques that I can incorporate with breath work to, to manifest, to, to draw intention, to, you know, with all the different um, techniques that Joe Dispenza just talks about and Abraham Hicks talks about. I figured there's got to be some other things that I'm missing. And sure enough, I came across three, six, and nine. Now, Nikola Tesla is quoted as saying that if you only knew the magnificence of three, six, and nine, then you would have the keys to the universe. I thought it was a really profound statement and a really serious one if you think about it. If I knew the magnificence of those three numbers, I would have the keys to the universe. And it seems like, I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, that's kind of what you're looking for. You're looking for something to help learn more about the non-physical side of our duality. We're trying to figure it all out, right? And so that quote itself led me down a road of looking into something called uh, vortex math, which I really liked the name of because I used to teach a class called Vortex Yoga, and I would incorporate manifesting into the yoga and how our calm is within the chaos. And So the word vortex just itself, Abraham Hicks talks a lot about the vortex of creation. So I was quite interested to to do that. Now, the vortex math we're not going to get into today. But I can tell you that it revolves around uh, a grid that, that I'm going to kind of describe to the best of my ability here, and the numbers three, six, and nine. So there's a lot of significance around three, a lot around six, but a lot, a real lot around nine. Um, I'm going to give you a couple examples, just a couple examples. So if you were to take a circle, and the way that this works is you would take that, that's 360 degrees. And the significance comes when you start adding numbers together. So 360 is 360. So 3 plus 6 plus 0 equals 9. Well, if we cut that circle in half, that equals 180 degrees. And 1 plus 8 plus 0 equals 9. The same is true when we, when we cut it into quarters. When we take that circle, each quarter is a 90-degree angle, which is 9 plus 0 equals 9. And if we cut that 90 degree angle in half, what do we get? We get 45. You guessed it. 4 plus 5 equals 9. And that already had captured me. I said, okay, let's look more into this. And so I started to draw the grid. The grid is um, essentially a circle with a couple triangles in it, connecting the lines and kind of just almost showing the hierarchy of the numbers. And at the top is a 9. At the bottom corners, are the three and the six making that triangle. And then there's some other um, areas. But right in the middle, if we cross the grid lines, we'll end up with three, six, and nine again. 
And basically, as the grid lines cross each other, they all come up to an equivalent of three, six, or nine. Uh, just really powerful, easy with geometry. So we start to go deeper into this. <laughs> and this is where it started to really throw me off, is I started to look into some of the examples that I saw. I watched a couple of videos and videos about the speed of light. Okay, If you take the numbers of the speed of light, which is a... a it's a 186,282 miles a second. If you add those numbers together, what do you get? Nine. The diameter of the sun is 86,400 miles. What do you get? Nine. Uh, minutes in the day. You, you know, uh, again, you end up with nine. Uh, if it's 1,440, end up with that. Uh, minutes in a, in a month, minutes in a year, seconds. Uh, if you go seconds in a minute, you know, you're 60, which is six. There's just, there's so many significant things that it really drew my attention to look into this more and how we can utilize what Nikola Tesla called the keys to the universe. Because it sounds all really fine and dandy. It sounds kind of like a significance, but it's almost, show, it shows up in too many places for it to be an accident, right? I just think that there's, there's something there. And even in some biblical stories, I, I read something about Paul um, referencing something called the fruits of the Spirit. And the fruits of the Spirit, guess how many of them there is? There's nine of them. And this is where it kind of go goes down the path of what we're interested in on this podcast. You know, those, those fruits are things like love and joy and peace and patience, uh, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And these are all things that we talk about in the, our path of self-enlightenment and self-realization, as we need to know about these. There's nine of them. It just took me down a road of finding more about manifesting, because normally what I do is I'll, I'll use something along the lines of um, a focus wheel, or I'll write gratitude messages, or something like that. Well, what this has done is it has created an opportunity for me to utilize these magnificent numbers doing what I already do. So I want to share that technique with you a little bit and talk about the ways where these numbers show up. Now, these numbers show up in a lot of different places, and we don't always know why. We, you know, we, we've heard of people talking about when you see, you know, 111, it's time to make a wish or notice its significance. Um, when it's 444, and we pay attention, right? And it's, it's interesting. If you take 4 plus 4 plus 4, it equals 12, which is 1 plus 2 equals 3. And so we end up in this <laughs> really, really fun place where we go, okay, I'm, I'm seeing the significance of these numbers. And some people call them angel numbers, or they call them uh, power numbers. Essentially, I look at them as ways of the universe talking back to us, saying, hey, pay attention. Not that I'm trying to show you anything special about this time period, not at this time of the day. And I'm certainly open to your comments on this, if that time is actually the significant, or if it's just simply the awakening process saying you are becoming more aware, you're becoming more in tune with your non-physical, and I'm going to start to give you these little times where you notice that there is um, a synchronicity 
just these little times where you can go, ah, I notice a synchronicity. I notice that the numbers are lining up when I pick up my phone. I notice that when I want to call my partner, it is this time every day or whatever that is, just noticing, just noticing what it is. I became familiar with um, numerology many, many years ago. I was reading um, Dan Millman's book, um, The Life You Were Meant to Live. And he goes into each number and why they're significant. Also kind of creates for us a numerology, um, uh, three numbers that are significant to our life path. And our life path numbers is what he calls them. And so that's when I first got my introduction into to numbers and their importance and how they all um, kind of tie into our, our, our traits, our aspects of our lives, our relationships, and the way that we show up. So how do we use this in manifesting? We know that the numbers are significant. They have some representation about things that are astrological, right? Our calendar has to do with our moon going around us and, um, you know, our, our year has us going around the, the, the sun. So we know that there's some astrological uh, connections to numbers, at least in the sense of our timekeeping and in our mathematics and our science, and now into our spiritual realm. So to create a manifesting project or a manifesting tool to help us with this, I took those numbers. Now, normally I, when, I've, when I taught this previously, I talked about the breath work and adding three types of breath work just to kind of stay in harmony with that. Um, but I want to get right to where we're we're beginning to write. So if you have a notepad out, great, or not, you can re-listen to this and, and hear what I'm saying about it. But I wanted to start to create a, a narrative that is future thinking. But before it's future thinking, I want it to be present moment thinking. So even in this moment, if you're just driving or sitting, or if you can start to think about maybe some ideas about how you're feeling today. Just a quick word that comes up. Uh, how am I feeling? Am I feeling good? Feeling great? Feeling awesome? Feeling sad? Feeling happy? And you start to create this kind of narrative about how you feel in this moment, which takes you kind of away from future thinking, because many times how we feel right now is based upon where we just came from. So what I want to start to do is recognize how I feel right now and then move into how I want to feel. How do I really want to feel? Now, maybe I want to feel amazing. I want to feel inspired and creative. So that's future thinking. So to get there, we need to start to create something that is a, a guideline or a description of how to get there. So what I would say is once we find how we want to feel, then we draw in our mind one item or one thing that we're interested in manifesting. This could be love, this could be material, this could be abundance, this could be health. It could be whatever it is that you want to bring into your life. So we're moving into how we want to feel and we're moving into the things that we wanna draw into our life. Now, I can share with you what I started to think about. For me, what's heavy on my mind lately is buying a, a mobile dwelling, a van, a bus, uh, something along those lines. And I don't know what it is because I'm still manifesting it. But I'm drawing my mind towards that. So I wanted to use words that feel good, 
but are not necessarily lying. Because if, if I were to just start to say words that I don't r- truly mean, there wouldn't be the emotion behind it that keeps me in the future feeling that I want. So let me share with you my sentence that I would write. Now, I'm going to get to you with the 369 here in a second, but I want you to start to develop this line for yourself, this line of what I'm manifesting this month, this day, this week. Mine sounded like this. I love the freedom that comes from living in the van and all the opportunities, abundance, and love and excitement that will follow. I love the freedom that comes from living in the van and all the opportunities, abundance, love, and excitement that will follow. That is the statement that I came up with that I decided I was going to use for this manifesting technique. You can use something very similar, but I want you to start your statement with something like, I love it when, I like it how, it feels good when. I want you to use a statement that just as when we have done focus wheels, there may not be statements that are true now, but they are true about how you want to feel. So I want to feel like for me, I love it. I love it when there's excitement and when there's all this energy and the freedom that comes. I don't currently live in that van. I don't know that, but that's what I want it to feel like. So that's what I'm manifesting, the freedom that comes. So whatever it is for you, I like it when, I love it when, and start writing that as your statement. Then you put your thing that you want to manifest. So if I were to say something about love, I love it when. I have a partner who shares my same creative interests when I feel appreciated, when love is flowing from me in in a shared space with someone. I would create a a sentence like that. So you get your sentence that has that charged emotion of your future feeling, the thing that you want that is started or at least surrounded by words that lift that statement up rather than hoping one day to have that really support that statement that is true you may not have that love that van that abundance now but you like it when it feels when you have it so we add that to the statement making one sentence and then we start to do the hard work (laughs) you need a notebook to do this my notebook is now full but uh, and so I've gone on to another, another page and another page, and it's, it's getting full. But what you want to do is you want to write this statement down. Now, I started with three times in the morning, six times in the afternoon, nine times in the afternoon. However, friends, I will share with you that I like it a lot better doing nine in the morning, six in the afternoon, and three before bed. It just works with my schedule more, but it's up to you. So I go nine, six, three rather than three, six, nine. Writing them in your book that many times a day, you know, nine in the morning, six in the afternoon, three before you go to bed, charging up the system with that feeling of how you want it to feel with that intention that you're manifesting. Doing that for 30 days. Now you can do 30 days, 33 days, 36 days. Do it something that that matches the 369 theme. But what we want to do is we want to do those statements And in the tradition of Abraham Hicks, we want to be in that emotion for at least 17 seconds. That's what she talks about and staying with that emotion or that feeling of already receiving for at least 17 seconds. 
that will then bring it closer to us. So we're not so we're not fading away. So you want to make sure your statement, your sentence is at least that long when you write it three times. I it takes me that long to write it once and I spend a little bit of extra time after each statement. Just kind of being in the what does freedom feel like? What does excitement feel like? What does opportunities feel like? What does love feel like? What does abundance feel like? And I just kind of go through each one of my like statements there and I feel it again and again and again to what I'm doing is I'm creating the sensation of already having it just by doing the work so that I can receive it. I'm already in the emotion and feeling of it being there three times a day for a couple minutes. Now that I've seen this done a couple other ways where people took just three things they wanted. They wrote it six times a day and they spent nine seconds on each item. And they did that for 21 days. You could do it like that if you wanted to, but I really like the work that comes from writing it nine times, and then six times, and then three times, really putting in the work. And maybe we come back to this uh, episode here in a month or so, and we see where you're at with your manifesting. Maybe you listen to this again, or maybe we, we have a uh, private on the, the Patreon account where we talk about this. But I'm interested to hear about what you're manifesting and how you're getting there where you're getting stuck. What are some of the roadblocks that you're having? I would love to have open dialogue with you. You're welcome to always message me at my Instagram, which is Ryan Bean Yoga. And if you're interested in some of the retreats that I'm doing, that's going to be where I'm going to post them. Quite a bit is on my Instagram. I'm quite a bit active there, um, along with a couple of the other platforms, but definitely active on that particular one. Um, so three, six, and nine, this is where it comes into place. Now, if you wanted to add breath work to this, you could certainly do three types of breath work. Uh, I, I would usually do a box breath to get started, maybe an alkaline um, style or a, or a shamanic breath, and then maybe moving into a bottom triangle type breath where you're building up your, your CO2 tolerance at the end or something along those lines before you do the the actual writing of your sentences. It's a great way I, I incorporate it in all I do. So breathwork becomes such a tool for getting deeper with himself and connecting and just really kind of being an observer like we're trying to do here. Breathwork is really what gets me there. So um, when you do this activity, I'm going to kind of give you a little bit of an analogy and and then tell you kind of a story. But the you want to have the excitement when you're writing these statements, not just like the feeling, but the excitement of as though you're holding what you believe to be like a winning lottery ticket or a scratch off ticket, that anticipation and just that feeling of like, I know it's there. And then as you almost, as you do the work, you start to uncover your numbers or you start to uncover the scratching. That is the feeling that I want you to, to kind of be in as you do this activity. Now, don't force it. Don't force it. But I definitely certainly want you to to spend a little bit of time just simply in the emotions and writing down some of these, your your sentences. If you'd like to share them with me, I'd love to hear from you. Um, I look forward to, to seeing you maybe on a live session. We're going to do live sessions soon. And, uh, and in the upcoming next sessions where we talk about transformation through psychedelics 
and um, I'm going to incorporate breath work and cold immersion into that that talk too that's part of our retreat so um, thanks for spending your Friday with me or your Saturday or whatever day of the week it is where you're at Um, just spending a few moments talking about manifesting look forward to hearing from you and seeing you on another episode of life as an observer take care friends